Hi, and welcome to the Restore Body Balance podcast, where we combine psychology, biology, and neurology to enact life changes that stick. I'm Colleen Burns, licensed psychotherapist and founder of Restore Body Balance. My co-producer, Nico Utanis, and I were just discussing the upcoming holidays. We thought it might be wise to address the mind-body connection. When I was at the Benson Henry Institute at the Massachusetts General Hospital in concert with the Department of Psychiatry at Harvard University, we learned to elicit what was called the relaxation response, discovered by Dr. Herbert Benson, Harvard-trained cardiologist and founder of the Benson Henry Institute. Here I learned the relaxation response is an inborn physiology to get the mind-body connection working. Here we learned to sustain attention and to be alert to a non-thinking state of mind. That's right, a non-thinking state of mind. And you need to have an open, receptive attitude. It's similar to learning a musical instrument where you need to learn the notes and the rhythm before its potential is seen. I know many people have started and stopped a mindfulness or meditation routine, but trust me, this is evidence-based to work in reducing stress and that allostatic loading on the body. And with our current COVID climate, darker days and colder nights, I was thinking about maybe teaching a few meditation and mindfulness techniques today just to get us through, but also thriving again. And since different techniques work for different people, I thought that I would go over a few different mind-body methods and maybe even offer some discount codes on my favorite apps and biofeedback monitors. Because again, folks, don't beat yourselves up. This is hard. We are constantly thinking. So learning to quiet the mind is difficult. And if you need more help, please go to my website, www.storebodybalance.com and go to my favorites page. And here you can find all of my favorite devices and biofeedback techniques that I'll also have some discount codes that you can contact me on the contact page on the website as well. So without further ado, I would like to teach you a single pointed focus, maybe do some guided imagery, work on breath awareness, and then contemplation, maybe in the form of empathy and compassion. Now, with these techniques, it's best to practice 20 to 30 minutes a day to truly see their benefits. But if you do less, that's okay too. We call them minis, and they are designed to counteract the cumulative effects of stress throughout the day. So maybe just start small. But as you build up to longer sessions, remember that's where routine is important. And you ideally want to be in the same place and with your eyes closed. Please remember, memories will come up, but simply let your mind adapt. 
every time it's an opportunity to cope and to allow your brain to do its job. It will eventually adapt and become adept at dealing with anxiety, tension, or any other emotion that might arise. And please be gentle with yourself as this takes practice. I remember first learning meditation in Nepal many, many moons ago, trekking through the Himalayan mountains and studying in beautiful monasteries. I was told to sit, relax, that's the first impossible task, and then be aware of your breath. That's the second impossible task. But I thought if I just practiced enough, I would get really good at it. And well, here we are some 20 years later, and I still struggle. It's not like it used to be, but I just seem to have a very busy mind. So again, folks, we're not trying to empty our mind or clear our mind. We're just trying to steady the mind as it wants to run away from anxious thoughts and feelings. And once the brain notices that we don't have to push them away or stuff them back down and we become one with them, they do eventually release. So let's begin. Number one is what is called a single pointed focus. Now I've adopted my own version of this Zen meditation that is called just this. The original method has you focus on your in and out breaths to the count of 10. The first 10 breaths, you focus on the word just on the in breath. Then on the out breath, you focus on the number 10. Next, you would focus on, again, the word just on the in breath. And on the out breath, you focus on the number nine and so on until you get to the number one. The next 10 breaths, you focus on the word this. So your first in breath, you focus on this. And then on the out breath, you focus on the number 10. Again, you're going to repeat this as you count down to the number one. So again, this is on your breath as you inhale, and then on your out breath, you say the number counting from 10, 9, 8, etc. Now, my version happens to be just be. So instead of just this, I say just be. It resonates with me just a bit better. And again, for me, whenever I'm caught up in a rumination or a thought or anxious feelings, I just try to do this and again, sit somewhere quietly. You can do it on a bus, on a train, at your office at your desk, in bed, no matter where you are, doctor's office, you just simply focus on your breath. And again, my version is to just be, just let it be. 
Again, we don't want to push it away and we don't want to necessarily distract it. We really just want to become one with it. And then we desensitize to it and we create new neural patterns. And you can get creative and make up your own phrases. Just remember that you're also focusing on the in and out breaths, counting down from 10 to 1. You can also focus on a singular activity, like staring at a flickering candle, having a cup of tea or coffee. This time of year, my clients know I keep clementines in my office or mandarin oranges, and we just sit and peel the orange. The key is to pay attention to the awareness of breathing. When we do, we stretch our muscles of the diaphragm, which also signals other muscles to relax. So those of us that clench our jaw or have tense shoulders or perhaps abdomen or back, again, this type of breathing in and out will relax those other muscles as well. See, when we are stressed, we tense and we breathe shallowly. Most people breathe what we call thoracic breathing or chest breathing. Diaphragmatic breathing stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system. Another technique is to, if you can't do the breathing that is, just lean over and rest your arms on your thighs. Let the weight of your shoulders drop to your knees. This also stimulates the vagus nerve and trips the parasympathetic nervous system. And remember, that is rest and relax and rest and restore. Even rest and digest and rest and reproduce. So that's one technique. Let's maybe move on to a little deeper breath awareness. And that is, in fact, the second method, breath awareness. So just a heads up, listeners, for those of us that have never tried this before, again, let's do this together while you are sitting and comfortable. Remember, sometimes it's a little scary to close your eyes, so you don't have to if you don't want to, but eventually it does basically reap the benefits to really get into this breath awareness with your eyes closed. This is going to be a new way of breathing. So some of us get anxious, so don't be afraid, and we will work through it. So focus solely on your breath just right now. Notice if it's smooth or choppy. Is it slow and easy? Is it shallow and deep? Also, pay attention to images that may arise. So again, if you needed a few minutes, maybe now you can close your eyes. Bring your awareness to your breath. I'm going to ring my singing bowl and talk you through the exercise just for a few minutes.
So pay attention here. Are your breaths short or long? Your out breath should be longer than your in breath. Also, pay attention to your chest. Is it moving more than your belly? Most of us, when we take a deep breath, our chest expands. But let's try diaphragmatic breathing. Your diaphragm sits right below your chest, right around where your rib cage meets. That expands and again puts you into the parasympathetic nervous system. Try just one time by having your diaphragm expand when you take your in-breath. If you're having difficulty Pretend you're blowing up a balloon. Now, notice each breath as it happens. As you breathe in, notice that you are breathing in. And as you breathe out, Notice that you are breathing out. Is your mind wandering? If so, just bring it back to your breath. Remember, listeners, your mind likes to work through things. It's the thinking mind. And this breath awareness is mental training. Some people like to just focus where they feel the air come in and out. So maybe it's your lips. Maybe it's the tip of your nose. Now let's just try taking a few more breaths and just try and focus on the in and on the out. breath. And when you're ready, gently open your eyes and come back to your surroundings. Great. Now, the third method is contemplation. And again, I know a lot of people like to listen to podcasts in their cars, but All of this should be done sitting comfortably somewhere where you feel safe and comfortable. And in contemplation, we're going to once again start with eliciting the relaxation response. So again, the relaxation response is the opposite of fight or flight, which is when you're in the sympathetic nervous system. Again, all of those wonderful hormones, norepinephrine, epinephrine, cortisol, and adrenaline, ready to fight or flee. Again, it wants to escape danger. So whatever you've concocted in your head feels dangerous. That's stress. But we can combat the effects of stress by eliciting the relaxation response.
So again, let's take a few deep breaths. And here, maybe find a source of inspiration and some appreciations for what you have. Maybe it's a warm house on this cold, rainy day. Maybe it's a loved one. And as you bring in your appreciations, watch how your mind quiets. Now try holding a sustained focus and follow the rhythm of your breath. Here, as you do, say the phrase, I am filled with love, or I am filled with gratitude, or the appreciation. Perhaps today it's patience. Now imagine a calming scene. Water is always good, like a river, lake, or ocean. Then say, I am calm. Next, bring in sights and sounds. Birds, boats, foliage, waves. And remain in this stillness. Be receptive to your thoughts and feelings. Insight will eventually come to you as your mind quiets. Then contemplate and think, perhaps, what is the loving thing to do here? Maybe it's having compassion for yourself. Maybe you were focused on something that happened earlier in the day or earlier in the week. Maybe you ask yourself, what am I to learn from this? And if nothing comes, that's fine too. But if something does come, we have to remember and state, I am aware and I will act on this awareness. You can also do this by thinking of a person that makes you happy or even sad. And think, I am filled with compassion. Perhaps focus on feelings of patience and calm when you're with the person that makes you happy, sad, or frustrated. And you can also focus on the phrase, I am filled with compassion, without distraction. So hold this in your head, and now we want to release the phrase and enjoy the quiet and openness of the thought. It's a quiet, separate awareness. 
Now contemplate, perhaps asking a question. If it's someone who frustrates you, maybe the question is, what is the loving thing to do? Or what can I learn from this? Certainly in our COVID climate right now, I know this seems overwhelming and maybe even ridiculous to try, but again, stressing is just putting oxidative stress on our immune system, on our organs, and learning from what we are living through and looking at what the loving thing to do is helps. Try and stay open and receptive. Even when your mind wanders, even if your mind uncovers answers that make you more upset, sometimes they make you happier. I know in my children's email for the week from the schools, they mentioned gentle loving kindness, saying hi to a stranger. It's difficult smiling through masks, but it's possible. Letting another person go, holding a door, any act of compassion will help. And just let your mind uncover the answers in your own way and time. When you are ready, come back to the present moment. Next, let's move on to empathy. This is a form of Tonglen meditation. It's difficult at first, like all of them, but trust me, once you get the hang of it, you'll want to do it over and over again because it brings such true relief. Especially now during our pandemic, being separated from loved ones and feeling such loss. So once again, we want to elicit the relaxation response through diaphragmatic breathing. So we're going to maybe take a few of those deep breaths. Maybe do a four, seven, eight breath. That's Dr. Andrew Weil's breath, which is breathe in through your nose to the count of four. Two, three, four. Hold your breath to the count of seven. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. And breathe out through the mouth to the count of eight. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Here with empathy, we want to breathe in your suffering or the causes of your suffering. And then breathe out positive emotions or a remedy to the problem. Perhaps you go back to compassion. Then you want to breathe in all others who are suffering like this. And breathe out that others get relief. So breathe in sufferings but breathe out relief. 
Again, it's that association. We're trying to rewire a neural pathway of relief, not running away or using substances or food. We want to breathe in suffering, but breathe out relief. And that parasympathetic nervous system of rest and relax and rest and restore because that's where it is truly safe and you find relief. Perhaps the next breath could be a relationship that challenges you. So once again, breathe in the suffering and breathe out compassion. Now switch your awareness to their suffering. So breathe in their suffering and then breathe out their solutions. When I learned this, we were taught to cue each other during retreats and you can sort of see when another person gets caught up in a thought or feeling and we were encouraged to share the experience. Here, we all learned we all have suffering. And we are all trying just to get relief from it. And that's empathy. It loosens the grip on you. And believe it or not, listeners, it releases stuck energy in the body. It is truly a remarkable feeling. Our body and mind want to connect, but not when we're suffering. We want to run away. And that creates cognitive dissonance and a disconnect. But whenever we connect the body back to the brain and vice versa, the brain back to the body, we are in sync and we can find relief. Once again, we are not pushing away or being pushed. And that's also identity shift number six in my book prescription for change, using your lifestyle as medicine. It's the chapter on mindfulness and meditation. And again, all of this can be done in just a few minutes, like we did today, or it could be a longer practice of 20 to 30 minutes. If you want to learn more about the mind-body connection, you can go to my website, www.restore bodybalance.com and also find some more techniques and tools. So like I mentioned a few times during our several podcasts, a few devices that I really like are Calmigo, C-A-L-M-I-G-O. It is a wonderful breath regulator that uses direct biofeedback. It has a scented element, uh, bergamot, citrus, and lavender. And as olfactory is a number one memory recall, believe it or not, a lot of people just get relief opening its little portable bag. It actually helps with direct biofeedback through vibration and um, some lights that 
help you realize when you're in the relaxation response. One of the questions people always ask me is, how do you know when you're in the parasympathetic nervous system? And that's where these devices really come into play. Because with Comigo, you'll get a little gentle vibration um, as you put the device to your mouth and it helps regulate your breathing in and out. And once it vibrates, you know that you're in the parasympathetic nervous system. It's completely portable and directly related to your breathing style. And again, it has the uh, lights that are directly in line with your with your vision. So again, once you see those three lights, you also know that you're in the parasympathetic nervous system. There's also a wonderful portable device called Hello Core, and that is a beautiful um, ball with direct biofeedback dots, and you put your thumbs on them, and you um, once again. Uh, can download an app and learn breathing techniques and guided meditations. And there are many more, especially things like my beautiful singing bowl, which we'll end our session on today. Just one more time, listeners, try to get sustained focus. This is something you can keep on your desk and just listening to the ring from the beginning to the end is actually a form of mindfulness and meditation. And that's a mini, which can antidote those cumulative uh, stressors during the day. So that's it for now. I'll ring the bell. And um, I hope these resources supported you in your journey to a kinder self, uh, especially during our challenging times. Thank you for listening. And again, more information, go to my website, Um, or ask to schedule a consultation. Stick around here for this last singing bowl sound. See you next week and stay safe.